0: All right, we're back. So, where are we at? Summit, one Vanderbilt. Uh, shout out Andrew Mathias. We got Gary V in the house. We literally just wrapped up AB, too, and now we're going back to back. Bob's still got a taco stand. I got the, the same pants
1: on, on as things, always, as always. Gary, and, uh, is a, Gary is a guy who's always showed respect and been one of the most fascinating figures that I've ever fucking met and always paid respect to the little guys. In the beginning, I remember I fucked with you and you fucked me when I had fucking nine followers. So
2: I saw the talent.
0: We also got uh, we're bringing on John today, who's the the president of Full Send, president of Happy Dad.
1: Well, maybe he's the bunch. Godfather though. You he think may he's be, the Godfather? He Maybe because actually, me and John always go back and forth, Gary. We always have like a little fighting thing of who can bring better guests on. So me and John have this thing, and uh, I think you are beat me right now. you have Tyson. Yeah, uh, J- technically, I get
3: who gets credit, credit for, for Gary. Gary? I get credit for Gary, even though you, you know, no, you get credit for Gary. I'll give you. Okay, thank you, thank I, you. Yeah, thank you. you yeah. Bob yeah, could have yeah. got me. Okay. He could okay. have, and he, I know he sent that text prematurely. We were gonna. Have you come on board but in a Gary, couple weeks? Gary
1: will probably, because out of sympathy, he'll just do it. But for you, it's more of a real business thing. You know, for me. He'll just I've known John
2: a long time.
1: I know. I love that. Long time. But it's a, uh, I'm actually fascinated to see what you're doing in this whole fucking NFT space. I thought it'd whatnot. be cool.
0: I, I'm so excited to sit down with you, you bros, because this whole, everything going on right now, I think it's just so cool that we just have a fucking combo about what's happening in this fucking digital world right now and everything going on. It's fucking, it's, I'm so interested.
2: It's interesting because it's the first time it's been like this since 1996, 97, 98. Like, Web2, which uh, John for sure, Bob for sure, you in in the newest version of it, Web2 kind of hit in 05, 06, MySpace, Friendster, then MySpace, and then quickly MySpace, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and it all kind of popped off. But but, everybody, but there wasn't like scary, like I don't even understand what's happening vibes. It was like, oh, this is kind of cool. like Can I watch like, Family Guy on this thing called YouTube? Weird. Web3 is like seed phrase, cold wallet, NFT. Why did somebody just pay $400,000 for a JPEG of a rhinoceros with like a flame up it's at? Like, it's so confusing. And the last time it was this confusing was 1995, six, seven, when you had to tell 20, 30, 40 year olds, no, there's a thing called the internet. And like, what are you talking about? Like, no, no, you talk to people on AOL chat. Like, like people were confused, and you guys are youngsters. So you're very young. Like, like it's been a long. It's been a good long time, twenty five years since something came along, which is the blockchain. Now, obviously, it's been around, right? Bitcoin's been around. You know, Ethereum's been around. But now it's consumerized, meaning it's everyone's aware of it. Like. A lot of people have heard the term NFT. They don't know what it is. They think, a lot of people think it's it's a scam or this and that. But like, everybody thought the internet was a fad. Like, everybody listening right now on the other device that you're attached to, just Google the internet is a fad and read unlimited articles by the Wall Street Journal, by professors, by real legit people saying, no, no, this is gonna be gone in two years. And that's what you're hearing right now about NFTs. Like, this is money laundering, this is a fad. And like, Granted, I personally, and I put out this content every day, believe 98% of the projects right now are going to zero. I agree, yeah. Just like the internet stocks of 99. But the overall concept of NFTs and what it represents will affect every person listening and watching for the rest of our fucking lives. So
1: it's for crazy. anybody that doesn't know, because I'm honestly in this boat, I'm an idiot with this shit. What the fuck is an NFT? And I'm dumb, sorry, my bad. What is an NFT?
2: It stands for non-fungible token. I believe the word can change. We used to call social media Web 2.0. Like, it could change. So don't even get caught up on it, but that's the term. What does it actually mean? It means that you can absolutely show and verify that you own something digitally. You own it. That's a brain fuck for the crew here, for me when I first got it, and everyone listening, because we weren't used to it. But what was a brain fuck for everybody in 1999 was the idea of people dating online. Everybody thought that was weird. That was like a 500-pound dude in his mom's basement. Now everybody fucking does it. It's DM and swipe, it's all that. So what's funny for me is watching a lot of 28 to 50-year-olds really struggle and shit on this, and they don't realize they became their mom. Like you used to make fun of your parents for not wanting to put a credit card into the computer. Now you are that by shitting on NFTs. Well, what are these apes like? What are they? Because I so you. Before we go there, finish one point. Yeah, let me go to a one more 101 place. When people are like, well, I can just control, like right-click and save. It's a JPEG. I don't know what they are. Meanwhile, meanwhile, no. the amount of people that take photos in fake. Private planes and fake watches and fake Lambos. It's easier to fake in the real world than it is in the blockchain. If Bob took a right click and saved the board ape and, and put it on his profile, I was like, yo, here I am, I'm in the game. In eight seconds, I can go to the blockchain and see if he actually owns it. You can fake it more in the real world than you can on the blockchain. People don't understand it's like that. We're in, like wearing a fake
0: chain or some shit. Of like
2: course. anyone can do that. You can but what he's flexi- saying is like,
3: pick- yeah. If there's a fake chain, you got to take it to a jeweler. He's got to bring out the magnifying glass, take a look at it, see where if here, watch you just look it. Up, you know.
2: But let me say this I'm incredibly empathetic to anybody who's listening who's like, this is fucking stupid. And I'm cool with that. I guess why I wanted
0: to do this too. It's cool because we have a lot of those people.
2: And here's the best part I could be 100% wrong. I'm just ready to talk to everybody who's listening and watching in 2037 and we'll see what's up. Like it's,
1: yeah.
2: And me with that statement, I'm willing to take my L. But I don't think I will.
1: Where, yeah. where, where, does it, where does it like become like a scam,
3: though? Where does it become where the, it could I mean, be? A, Bob, there was a, on OpenSea, which is one of the biggest marketplaces where you buy and sell. It's the eBay of
2: NFTs right now.
3: Yeah, it's the eBay of NFTs. I and mean, there was over a over billion dollars in transactions last month. You know, but what's crazy is there's less than two million wallets on there. There was a
2: billion dollars in transactions in the last four and a half days on, on right? OpenSea. There so, was I a mean, billion last month because people were tax harvesting. harvesting so there was less action. As soon as we flipped the new year... The first six days of January, there's been a billion.
3: With less than two million people on OpenSea.
2: When I when I first saw it, I I kind
0: of thought it was stupid too, because but then when I realized like what you said, like ninety eight percent of the projects are going to go to zero. That's when I really like started to understand, and like when you see those two percent of projects that actually are going to do something, that's when I really started to understand like the value of it. And so I think that's right. People, where
2: it's like, okay, wait a minute, it right. My instincts this is for people watching. And by the way, I saw this in 2017 with CryptoKitties. I was like, this is insane. Owning, like, it would like broke my brain and I left it. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I, like, I just don't, I don't have time for this right now. This is too crazy. I don't understand. But when I really did a ton of homework on CryptoPunks in late 20, going into last year in 2021, what happened since 17 was I know that every kid that's 10 is willing to spend every dollar of their parents on a skin on Fortnite to flex digitally, not physically. I know why, this is a very cool room right now. If you look around, what people are wearing, what hat, what haircut they have, it's all just communication, right? And so everyone's just communicating through their clothes, through, their, through their, what they drink, what they buy, like all we, the biggest form of communications that humans do is buy shit. Whether it's a home, a car, a meal, or clothes. It's the biggest form, more than your words, more than what you write, it is what you buy. And as this goes digital, it's the biggest market of them all. And once everybody understands that this is gonna eat up the world and what it actually means, or more importantly, when you say, why would somebody wanna own something digital? Well, why the fuck do you want a blue check mark on Instagram? Yeah. Validation. Why, why do you want a million followers on TikTok? That's digital. You want social currency. Mm-hmm. It's the human race. It's how we fucking live.
1: But I'm still like really dumb at this.
2: So so I think Gary what what makes I'm a really good dumb. what well, makes a good you're, project? You're dumb because one. you need to put 10 hours of work on Google search and YouTube videos and actually put in the work instead of just reading the headlines.
1: I know cuz I look at it like you like I'm really going to speak like a fucking guy who really doesn't know anything cuz I don't. I shouldn't even be in this podcast right now cuz I don't know anything. But like for instance, John, what is this like ape thing you bought with the fucking eyeballs or whatever it is? Like what is that mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. How do you acquire well, that? Well, I mean,
3: that's that's another NFT, right? Like, you know, and I think that's going back to one of the reasons why we have Gary here is, um, I'll get to that in a sec. Yeah. And I'll tell you why and what it is. But I think the biggest thing, Gary, is why Kyle and I really wanted to talk to you is we have a very loyal fan base. Yep. And we haven't launched <laughs> anything yet. You know, we haven't launched anything yet because we're very mindful of when we launched, you know, what do they get other than the flex? Correct. You know, what... You know, what more can we do? How, if someone goes and spends their hard-earned money, whatever it is, 1000 bucks, 10000 bucks, whatever it is, what do they really get other than the flex?
2: I mean, Bob, back to, like, just to pick it up, like, back to what you were saying about, like, I don't get it. Like, my response is real. It's the homework. Like, you're going to have to put in the homework. Like, it's too new and complex, which is why everyone thinks it's a scam, which is why everybody thought the internet was a fad. This is, like, some pew. Like, going the man to the moon it's things. crazy. The, here's a here's a little thing that's interesting. To John's point, there's a digital image. It could be known as a collectible. A, P, a Jackson Pollock sells for $100 million. 50 years ago, 70 years ago, people thought that was just splashing paint in the Hamptons, when the Hamptons wasn't the Hamptons, out bumblefuck New York, and worth nothing. So, yes, there's the collectability. The big thing with NFTs is there's a contract attached to the image. The smart contract, verifiable by no server, by third party, right? That's the punchline. What you put in that contract is what's interesting. So, for example, with V Friends, I knew I was launching it super early. I knew that I wanted to finally build my WWF, because I'll always call it that instead of WWE, my Pokemon, my Disney, and that I wanted to spend the next 40 years building these characters Empathy Elephant, Patient Panda, right? Flexing Fox. That I was going to do this, that I wanted that creative. IP. I was going to build my transformers, but because I knew it was so new, I decided to put in the contract that it's also a ticket to three years of VCon, which is like a South by Southwest, Davos. It's it's going to be at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota, May nineteenth to twenty second. Ridiculous lineup of speakers, right? And so I knew that I could create some upfront value Mm -hmm. that would let my audience be patient while I developed the IP and the NFTs developed so they understood what they were actually getting. So when you say, hey, we got a crazy audience, which everyone's aware of, what are they going to get besides the flex? A, let's not, let's not demoralize the flex. Yeah, Many people, we don't, we don't raz on kith or palace or fear of God that they're delivering you a hoodie for a buck 50 that delivers the flex. We actually think that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I do. It's how communities are built. So- There's, like, that doesn't need to be demonized. Now, if that, if whatever imagery you guys come up with also gives you access to this virtually, Mm -hmm. access to that physically, your annual Super Bowl party, the only way you get in is with the token. Uh, A big thing in Toronto once a year as an homage to how it, like, one day eventually, what about 1% royalty? What about if an NFT represented 1% royalty of this? Mm
0: So. One question with that, though. I feel like it's, Bob, it's also, it's like a, is it, Gary, like a modern-day club membership
2: in a way? It can be. You know, it can be very directly, like I said. Like, for example, full disclosure, I'm thinking about buying real real estate, even maybe an island, where holders can have access to. We've seen Soho House. We're in New York City. Zero bond is phenomenal. Like, sure, it can be a physical membership. And then there's... The subconscious human membership, Mm -hmm. these Nikes, that NYPD hat, that happy, like, when you you walk in the airport and you see somebody have a hoodie or sneakers that you fuck with and you know that many people don't know, you immediately feel family. Mm -hmm. Or, what we've always done, when I see somebody walking in New York City wearing a Jets hat, that person's my fucking family. Mm -hmm. Get that all the time. We've been tribal from the get. This is now a way for verified digital tribalness in perpetuity. But what's even more interesting for the issuers of the NFTs is there's a royalty contract similar to publishing music or books that creates economics that we have not seen before. When somebody resells a V friend, I get a royalty. Those become profound economics, which is why The Weeknd has a $60 million home. If you hit in royalty land, there's real money. I'm more yeah, so every time someone yes. buys and sells Gary's NFT yeah, he's gonna make he like gets like a, 10%. Do you have to understand why that's a big deal? When Fleer sold the Michael Jordan cards, they got like 8 cents. When I sell one right now for $600,000, that doesn't go back to Fleer. In NFT land in the next 100 years, it will.
4: Do
0: you get all that 10% or do you put some into like a, a community wallet?
2: I went with all my ten percent because I'm taking those dollars like a business and reinvesting and them in the yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, like, I need
0: to make Live yeah. V
3: conference, yeah,
2: yeah, correct. Vicon is costing me a fucking fortune yeah. every year for three years. But I also need to launch a TV show, children's yeah. books, apparel line. I, like I need to buy slotting fees at Walmart for my stuff like I'm running I'm trying to run a billion dollar company. So I need those royalties. Other people have shared the royalties. Other people have said the community owns it. Look at Board Ape, the most famous one. They don't own it. The community owns it. So now people are going to monetize their apes. They so give all 10% to the community no, wallet? No, they have the commercial rights. Ah, the right, person that right. owns the Meaning, board like ape has the commercial rights. Like, board ape after? still gets a royalty.
1: So but back to the fundamentals. Sam and fucking guy who owns nothing, right? Yes. Because I'll be honest with you, I guarantee that 95% of the people yes. watching right now have no idea. And you preached on what? How many hours?
2: Uh, listen, I'm a big 50 hours, which is intense. But I think the... Impact is so big yeah. that it's worth the conversation. Like, I think every... First of all, knowing the kind of DNA of the person that watches this show, there's a lot of ambition but, and adrenaline and fucking, like, and Yeah, And so, like, I think it's worth your... I can tell you this. Yeah. You're way better off spending 50 hours educating yourself on but the internet. Let that, me finish this point. Go ahead. Bob, I apologize. Go ahead. You're way fucking better spending 50 hours doing your own homework on Twitter, YouTube, and Discord on NFTs than any fucking thing going on in college.
1: Yeah. But what is step one, though? So say so you have to put in those 50 See, hours. Do what I
2: did in January. What is an NFT? Enter.
1: Enter on Google.
2: That's right. Okay. And, and by the way, watch both ver- Like Try to watch both versions. Go into something called Twitter.com. You know it. And type in hashtag NFT and just fucking read shit. You got to start from the fucking dirt. Mm-hmm. And you just fucking read and listen, read and listen. I can't read for shit. So I watched a lot of YouTube videos and listened to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Bob, you're a great reader. Right. So so, read. so
1: you have, so you say you have $500 in your bank account. You want to get in the NFT space, you know, and you don't know what the fuck to do. You got to want to commit 50 hours of fucking work and however you're Did saying. Did you say
2: you want to or you don't want to?
1: Saying there's a kid who's watching this right now. Doesn't want to or does? Who wants to. Good, that's good. Who's interested in fucking doing this. He has nothing to his name. Yep. He has $500 in his bank account. Mm -hmm. And he wants to fucking get in the NFT space. He needs to commit 50 hours to this fucking world that you're saying of learning. And then what I would
2: do if I'm that kid is once I've got 50 hours in the bag, I would ask a successful project to be a moderator in their Discord and let them pay me in ETH or Solana to do that.
1: So break five, that down right a now, more though. yeah,
2: so right now, nfts are expensive, way too expensive for five hundred buck land. You, you know where I'm my brain immediately goes to go garage sailing with that five hundred bucks and turn it into five thousand right. in six months and then go shopping. Right. But if we're playing just in this narrow place, spend the fifty hours now you got your shit a little bit tighter and go find a top project in eth or Solana or magic, some of these chains. these are blockchains, and say to Say to Alien Friends, F-R-E-N-S right now, which is doing well. Yeah, you hit up the founder on Twitter or you tweet them or you tweet their account and say, hey, I want to work as a moderator on your Discord for free and, or to get paid because then you can start building your bag because $500 is very hard right now. Unfortunately, it will come down. Right, but that's where we're at.
1: So you're saying this is a space that kind of only the big players can play in? No, no, no. No,
2: I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm I, saying that there's a lot of people that spent $700 on a board ape that just sold it for $400,000, and that's fucking insane. Right. I'm also saying that's rare and far and few in between, and I think people lack patience. Mm-hmm. Everything's now, now, now culture, and why not have some patience? And fucking get some dirt under your fingers for a year. And instead of trying to invest 500 because you're gonna make 4,000, which means 99% of the time you're gonna lose, why don't you eat some shit for a year, build up your bag a little bit more, and then maybe in nine or 12 months, have 5,000 and a fuckload more education to go and do something smart. Everybody just wants shit right this fucking second. Right. Bob?
1: Yeah, I know.
2: What fascinates
0: me is like kind of the opposite, it's not the smaller people, but what people like us. And even you and anyone else can do that as a platform. What we can do in the NFT space. And that's something I've become fascinated yeah. with. And is what like, I like
2: about what John said is what most people are about to do in 2022 in the NFT space is make a lot of short term money and fuck up their reputation. Yeah.
0: That's what we're that's most, what we're not gonna do. that's what we would never do. Cause I mean, the amount of offers we've got to even promote an NFT project or, I that mean, means, I feel like yeah. what everyone's doing right now is like choose an animal and like make it look like it's on Molly or some shit, and then sell ten thousand of them. That's right. right, and make ten million dollars, <laughs> which we could literally do tomorrow <laughs> if we want. Of wanted. course, you could, yeah. right? But we then, literally, I, do it. I'm but, one of those guys. But that would be it, and I'm we'd be done. Not gonna lie, I'm one of those guys.
1: But we'd let's, be let's done. Say,
3: but one of the things, and this is one of the reasons I really want to talk to Gary, is like not, I'm not just saying this because you're here, but I, I'm a holder of V friends, and I got V friends when I started. I wanted to be closer to you, right? I know I could text you anytime, but I wanted, like, I I just know you do a lot to inspire and motivate people. And and I was like, you know what? I want to be one step closer. And then when you start talking about doing the conference and some of these other physical stuff, I was like, wait a minute, he's not going to have a conference and I can't go. And I'm not going to text you like, hey, sorry, I never got one, but can you let me in? I wanted to be further connected with you, with Gary. And I think that's what Every project should be doing is whether by his
1: project we can maybe have access to his conference.
3: I want to go to his conference. I think it's going to be cool. I think I don't want to sit back and watch clips on YouTube about it. I want I want to be there. You know, it's really hard. You know, you know, Apple has a
2: for context. I'm sorry, John. The fifty over fifty percent of the V friends sold at two thousand dollars. Okay, that's a three year conference, so Mm -hmm. that amortizes out to like less than seven hundred dollars for a four day conference. Mm -hmm. Right now. The people that believed in me at the time, now the cheapest V friend is forty thousand. So they've twenty extra money at least, and they can decide what they're gonna do. But it was very important to me that that's why I kind of front loaded the value.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: My project's very unique. Most people are just like, here's the image, call it a day. Let's be a community. I wanted to give the real life access that a smart contract can do. And I'm actually surprised that a lot more people haven't gone there, but I'm not surprised. What John knows, because we knew each other from early buying and Web2 days, is people come and go. Mm-hmm. People come and go because most people want the short bag. That's it. They want the $7 million in two years. Buy house and chill. I want the process. I, I want to go for it all. If you go for it all, you're leaving money on the table every day of your life. The thoughtfulness of what you're gonna to do to the audience matters, and on this one, it's on the blockchain forever. So if you guys do a project, and you launch, and you make 13 million on the launch, right? And then royalties, but then you abandon it. You just do something else. Mm-hmm. Your life changed, you, do so, you decide, you which I don't worry, think yeah. you'll do based on what I've watched, but if you did, or anybody else, well, somebody's gonna tweet or Instagram or TikTok, whatever the platform of the day in seven years, and be like, man, that was fucked up what those people did. Look at this person that, the B baby transactions are lost. The person that paid fucking 100,000 for Princess Diana, lost. Beanie Babies couldn't do anything about that. There was no blockchain. They couldn't make it right for him, who spent 100,000 on a Princess Diana beanie, because there was no blockchain. But you can, because it sits on the blockchain and you can do something about it. I don't think people realize what's happening here. The people that do a project, make a ton of money, and then think they're just gonna run away and say sorry, the market is the market, have a problem because with the blockchain, they can still bring value to the token holder. In 13 years, I can say, if you own a vFriend, you are now my business partner in this new company. Mm -hmm. I could, and I don't think people have wrapped their head around that yet.
4: Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you guys are inspired to start a new business venture this year, Shopify is the only tool you will need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify makes it so easy to control every sales channel. So whether you're offering custom graphic t-shirts from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling fitness gear on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify is the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn your audience from browsers to buyers. By now, it's obviously clear. You boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to offer Full Send and Happy Dad gear hosted on FullSend.com. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. And Shopify is really a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So, boys, I got you guys on a deal. Sign up for a $1 per month trial, period, at Shopify.com slash full send, all lowercase. So go to Shopify.com slash full send, $1 a month, and take your business to the next level today.
0: Is that going to be illegal? Because one thing that I was telling John that I think is so cool and that we could be so unique in the space is how, like you said, we can give a percentage of our ventures back to holders. But is that going to turn into like a security? security? Yeah.
2: So we have to wait for a lot of things, just like we had to wait on the Internet, right? Again, a lot of kids in this room. There was insanity emotion in 2006 about YouTube pirating content mm-hmm. this and that like oh my god snl clips on youtube this is great like people were like remember the fbi thing in the vhs yeah, like it's one of the reasons why YouTube i remember so when weird. i would copy wrestlemania i was like i know that somebody's gonna yeah, knock yeah. on my door and fucking arrest me like you know like so there's still a lot to be figured right. out yeah, yeah. but adding, funny, that,
0: adding it to the community while it's safe right like let's but, say we said yeah, Dad, i want to give x percentage of our merch sales and put it into you, our community wallet some, and hear, get let the community decide what we spend that on I think a, that's so fucking cool. Course, like, it's insane. Yeah.
2: DAOs, Decentralized Autonomous Organizations. It's something everyone's going to be hearing about a lot. Yes, comma. You're going to love this. I would love for the BeFriends holders of today to be my business partners in everything I do the rest of my life.
0: Right. Today,
2: it's unclear if I can do that. In six years, the laws could be clarified, and they'll say you can. I, the next day, can come out And then that's what's cool about the blockchain. I can verify that you have it, you connect, you prove it, you sign the contract, and you're now in the thing. That's amazing. You can retroactive in perpetuity. That's a big fucking deal that we've never been able to do in life.
3: So uh, your holder's going to buy the Jets with you? It's on my docket. You're still there,
2: right? Yeah. Let's go. I know you want to do that. I'm more convinced than ever that I've got a shot. But I just live... For me, it's the thrill of the hunt. Of course. The thought of, like, can I strategize my way over the next 20 years to pull off this fucking insane old You're a single one that known for
3: 11, 12 years. It's always been, I gotta buy the Jets.
2: But it's always been, I've gotta try to. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. when Johnny Thompson or Susan McGee buys them in 15 years and everybody shits on me, like, fuck you, Gary, you didn't do it. I'm not gonna be devastated. To me, the real love is the try. Mm hmm. Like, of course I'd love to. It'd be insane. If I pull it off, I even think there's movie in my life, you know, after it. I'm gone. But if I don't, like, look, somebody did it better. They out they outflanked me. I didn't pull it off. And I can eat that humility. I can.
1: And so that's, that's your, that's, I mean, it was probably plenty, but what's the big Gary V. end goal?
2: The real end goal is to actually, to be very frank, recognize that I have the ability to have nuanced conversations at scale. Let me explain what I mean by that. You've already done that. Yeah, but like I, for example, business. I think people don't realize that business is like sports. For example, sports. Let's use somebody you love and I hate, Tom Brady, right? Jets, Tampa, a couple weeks ago. He's freaking out on the field, pissed. He's won seven trillion Super Bowls. It's a random game against the Jets, and like, and like, he's not happy that they didn't push up the clock, and he wants to like fight. And I watch that because I hate him so much, and I'm like, I so get that because that's I I have that in me. It's not about anything other than the fucking game you're in it for the fucking game right but then the game's over and what does he do he goes out of his way to go up to sack wilson says you played a nice game like you can clap it up you can talk to your homies about like charity events and how's your wife and how's right in business we don't realize that you can try to beat everybody i want to be better than anything you ever do facts anything that you three ever do i want everything that i do to be better But it doesn't mean that your winning comes at my expense, nor does it not mean that I can't give you roses when you're fucking dominating. And in business world, people don't treat it that way. Like if somebody does a podcast format similar to this, it's all of a sudden like, fuck that. Like In business, everyone's like thinks that it's that and I just don't see it. And so like some of the nuances, I wanna create a legacy around business that's slightly different. To me, that's more interesting. How many people show up to my funeral because I did it right? versus did I buy the fucking Jets? Nobody gives a fuck. You know many rich fuckers or people that have done crazy things die and we're like, cool. And it's like, but if you fucking leave a positive impact, like that's fucking cool. How rich are you? Very.
1: How much money you made in the space that we're talking about right now? Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I see all those posts going around. I see 90 million. I see. Yeah, you know, By the way, don't you know, be misled. My, my Google net worth is 86 million, and I will say this. <laughs> Let's just say it's far, far
2: off. So. You know what's crazy about that 90 million in 90 days thing? I literally, in the video, say it generated 50 million in primary sales. There's been 41 million in secondary, which I get 10% of, which means it's 54 million. Like, right? And yeah. that's But I also carry a multi-million dollar payroll. ETH goes up and down. Mm -hmm. Like, there's costs. Like, I'm running a... I didn't make it. The company of V Friends made the 54. You pay 27 in taxes. You have expenses. Vcon's gonna cost me fucking five, seven, ten, like a year. Like, people are just so fucking. Everybody wants to read a headline and be like, and all my friends are like, Gary, 91. I'm like, are you a fucking idiot? Like, you have a business bone in your body. Do you understand how shit actually works? They're like, so now when I say very, mm-hmm. The average income in the U.S. is $54,000, 55000 The top 1% of earners in America make 450000 a year and above. If, you're, if you make $450,000 a year in America, you are very, very, very wealthy. We don't even begin to think somebody's got anything going on if they don't make a million a year. And a million a year in all the craziness now feels like nothing. Right, Right. so I think we have the conversation super wrong And then there's a whole nother convo Do you know how many miserable fucks I know that make 4 million a year And hate their life and everything sucks shit And do you know how many people that make a buck 30 or 65 that I know That love life Like we have a complete fucked up convo of what success looks like
1: Right it's all, and it's all just, it's true. you know. You it's get, fucked. You know what is it is too, because, like, you know, on, on social media, all these people are portraying these different lives of jets and fucking yeah, but watches the big, and But all. the bigger
2: question is, like, why do you care if somebody else is on a private I jet? I don't,
1: but I don't, but at the same time, there are people that are just, that's the way society's adapted to it. I understand, it, but we that need to, like, which is. is
2: why we need to have important conversations around self-esteem and FOMO and all this other shit. Like, if you fucking, if your happiness is predicated on if people think you're awesome or, or this and that, you're going to be in trouble. You're vulnerable to outside affirmation, which is the quickest way to get into a shit spot
1: so what is what is your vice where do you spend your money like in a sense of where you maybe shouldn't like for instance steve their partner gold Mm -hmm. chains and all this shit whatever where do you spend your money maybe where you shouldn't
2: convenience yeah right like like anything that saves me time right like i i don't want to do anything like like other than what i want to do so anything that like I, i have multiple assistants driver like all that's like so that's one place I, this is ridiculous. Something happened when I was 10 that really was a telltale for me. On my 10th birthday, my grandma took me to Toys R Us and they had Cabbage Patch kids, which were impossible to get. So I took my birthday money and bought my sister a Cabbage Patch because she was with me. I, I don't like stuff. And I never, I don't like stuff. I like experiences. I will overspend on vacations like crazy, like Mm -hmm. crazy food, right? Like I'll, I'll be ridiculous with that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't like stuff, cars. Like I'm not a stuff guy. I'm I'm also I'm saving. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to do some shit out here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm 46 years old. I'm young.
4: Mm-hmm. This is
2: another thing with your audience. Like man, if I could just get these fuckers at 25 to understand they haven't even started. Yeah. Like can you imagine now? With how you well, and your you know, brother were on fire 11 years ago, if I told you in 11 or 12 years you'd still be young as fuck and you haven't yeah, even started, you wouldn't have believed younger me. Younger than ever, right?
1: Yeah,
2: right. I just wish people slowed down. Were patient. I, I, I was
1: 28 years old, sleeping in the car.
2: That's right.
1: Yeah, like it's just you're like, still starting. I mean, 34, 34 I feel like You're so the still fuck fuck up starting. Shut the fuck up. How old right. are you? 27. Yeah, that yeah. makes
2: me want to punch my fucking <laughs> like face. Like, that's yeah. the best. But he sees but life, then like Then I we feel see old life. too. Sometimes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I never feel old. I don't think people have it figured out. I think that people, people are impatient because they want to look like they're successful to other people. Mm -hmm. When you're in your own fucking cocoon doing your own shit. By the way, you know what else that does? It keeps you grounded when people say you're the best. One of the great things about doing this, living in your own fucking cocoon, is it's not just about hearing the hate and being okay with it. There's a sneakier one. It's not believing the hype. All those little goat emojis, and you're the best, and all the hearts, and you're fucking. When you don't hear that either, Mm -hmm. when you appreciate it, but you don't believe it, well, it keeps you fucking grounded and not being a dick face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was
1: crazy because we talked about how, in the early, like literally in the early days with you, like when I literally had like nine people following me nine, like literally nobody. Gary was a guy who was like in my DMs right away, whatever you wanna say it was, blah, blah. Are you engaging with people that are hitting up every day? Are you like, so what makes you respond to a DM?
2: That two things. One, I need to stay in the dirt to know what the fuck is going on. And the second I go into the clouds and the penthouse, I'm finished. So selfish. I need to know what the fuck is going on. The pulse at every second.
1: Yeah. But I'm saying if a kid DM, like a, if a random, like there's, yeah. say there's a thousand people at DM you based on watching yeah. this podcast, right? Out of the full student yeah. audience. What's going to make them get Oh, completely, get a compli- a sp- completely random. Completely random. You look at your com- phone at the right time.
2: Yeah. Completely random. But
1: what motivates you to get it, to really get a response two things
2: either a in the dirt to know the pulse of culture mm-hmm. whether it's an emerging gamer hip hop artist like anything 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 So
1: they have to offer value to you
2: Nope nope that's you I'm telling world. you why I'm in there Okay that's one
0: you Number d- check like their engagement that's something I do I mean if I get a DM and I'm looking and then I check someone's profile I'm like oh I mi- I kind of watch what they're doing and I yeah. you know a you mix. learn but mm. I'm literally Gary hitting up what's this person at the doing getting
1: stage engaged, yeah. like I I hit Gary up when I had this and like he but was I, just. Like I think responsive. Gary,
3: because I'm, I'm very similar too, is uh, I think it looks at what's interesting too, right? Someone could DM me and have 37 followers, and this actually happened, re- low round of followers, but started saying, "Hey, John, I know you're into collectibles. Have you looked into VHS tapes yet?" I was like, "What?" Like, and I started looking at it. Then I went down this rabbit hole, started get, seeing Gary was talking about it, and then I got obsessed with VHS tape collectibles, which yeah, is, they, is a thing, by they, the yeah, way. I, I know your mind's like this right cool. now, like, get, but I went and bought Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Top Gun, Karate Kid, all sealed. I send them and get graded. It was worth a lot.
2: It's crazy a lot. How about you, the
3: Disney
0: movies?
2: Less. Not. If you go on eBay. But, but now they grade everything, right? Just like cards, toys, and now VHS. Video games are fucking huge. Grading them in what kind of condition. Uh, I want to get back to VHS because it's wild. I want to finish your, one other part. Because I know I'm at the part of my career right now that if I take 13 seconds, it might mean something. Exactly. It's fucking incredible. Which is amazing.
1: I don't which even know how to. A, which is I'm literally a feel good thing, right? Which is almost like a, it's insane. It's like, almost I'm, a feel
2: good thing too. It's a fucking real thing, bro. Like how the fuck? Like literally, some kid and some of the shit you guys all get it. Some of the shit is heart wrenching. Yeah. My dad punched me in the fucking face tonight. Like, like how are you not compelled to be like, yo? Like, and and some of the shit you don't even know. Like if you're. If you oh, can, yeah. right? Some of the stuff melts me because I'm like, I don't know if I'm capable. This is above my skis, right? But the main reason is 80%. I'll give you the number. I know what's in my soul. 80% because if I know I reply to some kid on a high school wrestling team, I'm like, yo, keep going, that he's going to lose his mind, go into school and be like, yeah, and, and that's like nice. I wish, I wish I had this when I was a kid and I could have done that and Macho Man Randy Savage could have been like, oh yeah, and I would have lost my fucking shit. Right. because I want to know what's going on and I never... You know, it's like kind of like hip-hop, right? There's certain rappers that get enormous and then the streets don't fuck with them because they don't fuck with the streets.
0: I feel like that's one of Drake's key to successes, right? Correct. All he does is just collab with the hottest rappers and puts them on. Because he's humble
2: and hungry. He's in his shit. Other people... When? He's blown and up they, so many
0: rappers. Of course, Lil Baby, Twenty One Savage. They're obviously he, popping before, but Drake no, no, gives them that first no, no, he's feature. Doing, he's, he's doing, doing it
2: right. Too, right. It's you watch guys like him and he's a, others. He's a genius. He, he understands. He understands too.
1: Well,
2: once right? you're at the like, top of the Steve fucking
0: pyramid, right? I kind of like learned that from Drake, honestly, man. Like watching what he did and just applying it to like a different. Some
3: YouTuber reached out to you, is like, I have nine million subs and twenty million on IG, like, okay, whatever. But someone when you see someone small
0: and talented too, it's like. It's the best That's feeling. That's the best thing. It's very hard to find, though. But I mean, when you, you do gobble find up it, early it's fucking and, you know, it's dope. Mm-hmm.
2: But, but it all depends on what gobbling up early. L.A. life is like, I'm going to sign this person make 20% of their bag. For right. me, it's when you say what you just said on this podcast, that means the world to me.
1: A thousand percent. When I, I know my history
2: with him. I know my history with you. That's what you were saying about me behind my back, not in front of everybody. What people are saying about you behind the back that actually know you, that's what matters. When some kids are like Gary V your fuck face, if we've never interacted, I'm like, I understand why you might think that. I might be too much. I might have shit on the Patriots and you like the Patriots. You might think NFTs are scams. Like I have empathy to why you think that. Mm-hmm. If you and John said that I'm a piece of shit, I'm dead. I'm like, you guys know me. Right. If you did, I can't, you know, that would hurt because I think I've watched you from before. I'm like, fuck, why does he think that? But but it wouldn't kill me. I'm like, we don't know each you don't know other. Him, yeah. You guys know the shit that nobody knows. Every single interaction of every single thing. And I'm always putting karma points on the board. I'm not looking to wrap somebody up. You know this. 100%. You were in that moment at the time. I was like, oh, but like, yeah. I, I'm here's why. I'm fucking good enough to get mine. I don't need a piece of anybody else.
1: 100%. You got me through a lot of shit, by the way. So you're a good dude with that. That's the same
2: with us, too. It's like, shit. it's kind of different for Black us because
1: we
0: like
2: real shit this guy's we'll fucked up we'll get to that real shit i
1: want to hear real shit we're not gonna get to that yes yeah, i've shit. been
0: asking for a bob menry episode no no, no i want to know what kind of shit bob got into like no, gary no, had to no, help we're out
1: all with. good i always just but at the other day there's certain people that i do reach out to mm-hmm. and i consider them mentors and i consider them good friends that if shit is going on gary's one of them 100 who like i said when there was nothing on the line early on he was a dear friend of mine and so respect that gary do you uh
3: do you realize how powerful, powerful that was like a
2: I do. how did right, you become like you, such
0: a good like, speaker? When did you realize that you were like, such a good speaker? The first
2: speech I ever gave, I was so fucking was like, that? some dude emailed me, he's like, I, would you like to speak at a marketing conference in Florida? I was doing the wine shit. I don't know that? if you know my background, 2006. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's kind of cool. I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, I'm. A, I knew I was a marketer. I thought it was really cool, that some, because I knew that eventually I would get to that part, but I was in the wine game at this point. So that's cool, felt right, right? I never thought of it. I didn't really know the game. Then he writes, and he goes, can we get on the phone and talk about your fee? And I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna get paid? I was like pumped. So I get on the phone and he goes, we'll pay you $5,000. I lost my mind. I was like, this is an enormous, to talk? So I went I'm sitting in the back room, people are talking. I'm like, they're not, th-. like I'm kind of getting this sense of like, I'm not sure that person's very good. Like, I had no idea what I was doing, no presentation. I got these and F's in school for a reason. I literally didn't even know what the fuck I was gonna talk about. I was like, I'm just gonna go talk about what I know. At that point, Twitter was just about happening. So I'm like, I'm gonna talk about Twitter. I went and bro, fucking, it felt like I was home. From day one, first speech. Fucking tore the place down. Everybody rushed the stage. I stayed for like four hours talking to everybody. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. And immediately I'm like, oh shit, this is something I'm good at that I had no idea. And I was 34 years old, which again, to tie it into this audience, for all the 22-year-olds, 19-year-olds, I was 34 when I found something randomly that I was really good at that I would never thought of prior to a cold email, so it was 34 And I loved it. And when I look back at my style, back to Macho Man or all the stand-up comedy I watch, I realized, oh, my style was affected by what I thought it was cool, but I was talking business shit. That's cool. Are
1: you ever worried about, are you ever worried, because you're obsessed obviously with just, like you just said, the public speaking thing and all that. You do a shit ton of shit. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a Hollywood actor who does too many movies, right? You do everything. You yeah. do every podcast. You do every show. That's what I noticed about you, right? And the one thing about, oh, Gary, Gary does everything. Why is it that you do everything? You're not, per- like, you're not, you're not, you know, specific on picking certain things that make sense.
2: Well, they make sense to me.
1: You just do, you, but you do everything, You do every podcast show. You do every, yeah.
2: Like, yeah. But like, at this point in my career, 80% of the people that I'm on, I know. Yeah. 20%, if the other 20%, I'm on for the same reason I replied to a kid. I'm like, I like this kid. I like her. And if I go on her show, she's going to leverage my name to get bigger guests. I'm willing to allocate 30 minutes of my time that's very valuable to put them on. Mm-hmm. so they can leverage my name to get bigger because I, I think they lot. got, what's I that?
3: See lot, I, see, I see a lot of podcasts, it's like 10K subscribers and Gary just jumps on, that's and, cool. I'm and I'm like, that's must be a friend, and then Gary then be like, hey, nice to meet you no, for the first time. Fucking like, whoa, People fuck with Gary as he's honestly, willing so to do yeah, that. Yeah.
1: I love that. I but love now that. back to the question is, what the fuck is that I've asked you before? When do you go to bed and when do you wake up?
2: I go to bed at like midnight, and I wake up at like 7.
1: So midnight seven. I'm a big
2: seven. You know, this was the crazy, like, everyone's like, I love, I'm passionate about my career, but like, I fuck with sleep. You have to have it. I think so. I'm just focused on being effective when I'm awake. Like some people are like, I only sleep four hours. I'm like, but you sucked the 20 hours you were awake. Yeah,
3: you
1: were tired halfway
2: through the day. Like you watched YouTube videos for four of those hours. Uh, So I'm more like, like do my thing. Right?
1: Yeah. So, what, what is the smartest movie you think you ever made in your career?
2: Uh, deciding that I would work for my dad's store, even though I thought I was a beast at 18, even though I was making thousands of dollars on my sports card business pre internet, that my parents took me from the Soviet Union. My mom is the greatest mother of all time and gave me all my self-esteem and kindness. My dad worked his fucking balls off 15 hours a day because he had a hundred fucking dollars and that I'm gonna go into this family business and I'm gonna take this fucking thing to the moon because I'm the best and I'm gonna eat shit for a decade, work every fucking minute, own nothing of this business, get fucked and not get paid anything because that's what immigrant families do and I'm gonna give back to the two people that I love the most in the world and then I'll go get mine. And there's not a thing close.
1: Are you still die hard on the uh, sports uh, trading card business. I
2: am. I obviously have been completely tsunami by the fact that this NFT thing happened, but I've quietly been like strategic. I've been buying up LeBron Chrome refractors. Yeah. Still. Because uh-huh. wow. Ruben Ruben just acquired Tops, right? He did for whatever it was. That was a crazy he move. He did. Bob, can, can we stick on the thing I did with my family biz? I'd love to. I want again back to John. Something else you just touched on. Like, do I realize my voice? Yeah. There's a lot of kids watching right now. Everyone's being told, you gotta go win. A lot of those kids really love their parents. And some of those kids' parents own family businesses. And a lot of kids that are listening right now know what I know. Which is, if you go into a family business, you don't own that shit and you're gonna get underpaid. I took a business from 3.8 million to 65 million and made fucking 70 and 80,000 a year working seven days a week, fifty. like got fucked. But I didn't get fucked, back to your question. Mm -hmm. It's my legacy now, forever. When my parents pass, when I, my deathbed, I can say, man, I did a really good fucking thing, right? It's okay to go from 22 to 25 for three years and help your mom's business. Like, you have time. At 34 years old, when I started VaynerMedia, and now it's VaynerX, and at the revenue we're at, it's a billion dollar company if I was to sell it today, right, We're two hundred fifty million, 250 million, 235, 240, I gotta see what the final numbers, it's a big ass fucking company. That's what I actually do. When everyone's like, what does Gary V actually do? Is he, what the fuck's he do? I'm like, do you not know that I run a 1,500 person well, global? Your office, like, yeah, like, you see. I'm like, I'm running a people. people. T Grizzly
1: back in the day, baby. I'm like,
2: I have a real yeah. company. Multiple like, floors. Gary V is my side hustle. Yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk runs an actual business but when I started Vayner, when I was 34 years old, because I was building my dad's business and because in family business you don't get paid, I had no fucking money. I started Vayner Media in Buddy Media's conference room because I didn't want to have any rent fee at 34. I desperately need people to understand if you're sitting and watching right now and you're 28 and you don't have shit and you can get shit. Like it's okay, just because you're 31, but your buddy's making a million on NFTs, or or your best friend's girl's making four million on TikTok, you don't have to feel like a piece of shit. We're in the first quarter. Jets were beating the Tampa 24 14 late fourth quarter. They lost. Right. Just because you're not winning at 23 or 27 or 32, you're not finished. And by the way, what's winning?
1: Well, when is when is it time to panic?
2: Seventy. <laughs> <70? laughs> When is it time to start panicking? 70. 70. 70, because fucking Colonel Sanders came out with some KFC shit late. Great Goose, you know that thing you flex? 70 years
1: old, it's time to panic at 70. Yes,
2: if you're watching right now and you're 70 (laughs) and and (laughs) you suck shit, maybe panic. Pack it in. But if you're... Pack it in. But on some real (laughs) shit, because you guys know your audience, there's some people watching right now that are 25 and they like feel like sad because they're not a millionaire. That's fucking asinine.
1: I think it's simple, is if a good you're point. still if you're still breathing, you, you got a shot as Well, that goes back to, to the last
2: point of like, but what's success? Right. right. Like this whole, like so many people really believe that money is the unlock, and they were really, really wrong. They're wrong. Mm-hmm. They just are.
1: So yeah. how have you and Michael, Ruben, have you guys have you got because yeah, I always see is always attached to your name. How have you and Michael been partners in different ventures? So
2: I'm on the board of Candy Digital, the okay. NFT company. Yeah. Um and It's been great. I mean, Ruben, I mean he's a fucking he's a guy. The best. He's a guy. He's an execute. You know what I like about him is he's an actual operator. This goes back to kind of the theme of this show. Like, if you can't operate, the reason ninety-eight percent of 98% of NFTs don't have to fail. The reason ninety-eight percent of NFTs are gonna fail is ninety-eight percent of the founders of these NFT projects can't operate. Mm. How so? Well, let's see. What you guys have done here with this lovely thing. You need to know how to operate. You need to know how to have a conversation with a wholesaler. A lot of people know how to create demand. But to actually turn that into a business, that takes an operational skill set. Ruben's a fucking operator. Like, Fanatics is a real company. Mm -hmm. It's not like, ha, ha, ha. And like, obviously... I'm proud of my operational skills, and that's why we have a lot of optimism on what Candy's going to be. And Candy's like Dapper Labs. You know, they've got the NBA highlights. Candy's got baseball, NFT rights.
3: Yeah, can you talk about Candy a little bit more? Because I don't I don't yeah. even think I've talked to Kyle about I Candy. Know.
2: Okay. Yeah, so Candy's a platform, Candy Digital. And w- much like Dapper Labs that has NBA Top Shot, which I'm heard of, Candy won the rights to baseball's digital NFT rights and will continue to go and gobble up sports rights to sell sports official NFTs. So if you want next year's Mike Trout or Wander Franco or Vlad Guerrero real NFT, that's going to come from candy. Just like the real baseball card comes from tops. Oh, by the way, Ruben and Fanatics just have bought like, tops.
0: Have like leagues and teams really capitalized on like the utility of NFTs yet, or not, not really? fully? They've alt- just sold like NBA moments yet. Correct.
2: Right? You're gonna get to the place where one of the NFTs represents a three minute FaceTime with your favorite basketball player. That'd be cool. Yeah. Let me buy this NFT and I'll be on with or you like know the
0: exclusive club in the, yeah, the Staples Center a, where you need the NFT. Or,
2: Everything that was a wristband as an NFT and a yeah. stamp right. and a ticket. We'll be an NFT in a decade. We went, yeah. we went
3: to a basketball game the other week, Kyle and I, and we're like, courtside soon is going to be holders one day. Holders only. You know why? You can why? only buy them if you know if why? Because
2: You'll be able to lease that NFT. You'll be able to resell it. The NFT is a collectible. A Jordan, a ticket for Jordan's first game, the stub, Michael Jordan, sold for $260,000 recent, like two weeks ago that's going to eventually be an NFT. And by the way, the bulls in the NBA would have made money on it. This time they didn't because that's how the collectible works now. But on the blockchain and royalties, like it's a, the world's about to change. Listen, if you're watching right now, I have so much Understanding to why you're like fuck this money, you know. I see every post, right? We all we're very social out, the four of us. So, anytime hype beast, you guys, anybody posts anything, Bob, everything is like money laundering, scam. That's the same shit that idiot. they I get
3: called idiot all the time. When I bought that 48, 8, everyone's like, You're an idiot. I just right clicked and saved it. Now I have your thing, and I didn't spend what I well, spent. What's so what funny is they
2: don't because they don't yeah. even understand the technology, they yeah. don't understand that a blockchain exists, just like people. Everybody told me when I launched WineLibrary.com in 1996 that nobody would ever buy wine on the internet. Ever. As a matter of fact, most of the smartest people that were millionaires that talked to me to teach me something told me nobody would buy anything on the internet. Forget about wine. This is so stupid, Gary. You're gonna fuck your dad up. I've known your dad for 20 years. This is people coming to me in 1995. I've known your dad for 20 years. He came to this country with nothing. You're about to ruin him and put him out of business with this silly computer thing. Nobody's... People are not gonna buy wine on the internet, you have to come to the store and touch it. Mm. Most of the people that are saying scam money laundering, they weren't around in 1995 as a grown up to watch this conversation, so they don't have the pattern recognition to know when something comes along that changes the entire world. Mm -hmm. Most people react to fuck that. And the ones that don't, make the bag, make the legacy, enjoy the process, and that's what's going to happen.
1: How do, you, how do you think this space would crumble if it ever did?
2: Well, it's definitely, it, it, in the macro, it won't crumble because I'm completely convinced that the blockchain is now here to stay. But again, internet stocks in 2000 all went to zero except a couple. Like literally, Bob, again, you're a youngster now.
1: Shut the in, fuck up.
2: Brother, in March of 2000, <laughs> all these internet companies were worth billions. You might've heard of pets.com is the famous thing that is referenced. You're real young. So I'm going to break it down for you. 95, the internet
1: starts coming. We only got nine years, by the way. I get
2: it. 95, the internet's starting to come. By 99 and 2000, all these companies are public, but they're making no money, but they're worth billions, making no money. All of a sudden, kind of like how markets work, the market decided, wait a minute, this is bullshit. And the whole thing crumbles in March of 2000. Amazon... Goes from whatever it was to like a couple of dollars. If you'd bought Amazon in March and April of 2000, I actually asked my team today in a meeting, I'm like, can you tell me what would happen if you bought a Amazon for $1,000 worth of Amazon in April of 2000 at its lowest point? What would it be worth today? The number's staggering. That's gonna happen with, with this. Do I believe that V Friends or Bored Ape or Punks or the best stuff, X Copy people could go to 10 cents? of the dollar that's now down 90%, the answer is yes. Do I personally, secretly can't wait for that moment so I can take my USD, buy my Ethereum, and buy up the shit that I decide did a good job in the first 100 days of the carnage operationally? It's the fucking moment of my career. I can't wait.
0: So you think even the big projects are going to tank?
2: Yes, because when the entire market tanks, everything tanks. So something's gonna happen because there's too much greed right now. To your point, like every influencer, like these, I don't understand what these influencers are doing. I don't. First of all, they're not disclosing. (laughs) Like I'll give you a thousand to pump my fucking stork with. Like okay, like I I don't understand. Like people are so fucking obsessed with short-term money that they do such dumb shit. Mm -hmm. But you think that'll make the even the big projects crash? I do. That is my prediction. You because when a here's why I'll tell you why what I learned. Because everybody thinks, because a lot of people are so confused by the whole thing, the whole thing will go. Mm. Right? Like yep. it's the internet stock thing. What,
3: be What's possible. better, right? Like, let's just say someone that's in our world right. is getting paid 200 grand to post something. They don't know that they were that, that much different than us, where you and I are spending, Kyle and I probably spend, no exaggeration. 12 hours a day every day talking about how are we going to do this and how we're going to do this right they don't know that right and they don't know that we get someone's got paid 100 grand 200 grand to post some bunny thing you know they don't know we're getting offered or Steve's getting offered. Some you know Steve will do it. We're yeah. sitting at a UFC game, some guy sitting next to him. told him, "Give you a million dollars, promote this NFT it's thing." Fucking crazy. And he called me. He's like, "This idiot did this." You know, I'm saying no, Johnny, but let's do this. Let's do this right. <laughs> you know, like he's like, "This
2: is no, but what the fuck? Yeah, it's so tough to turn so what down. But it's it's tough." A million dollars. So, so then listen, What's, listen, what's listen, the
1: investigative sh- process then for an influencer right now that's getting these offers to do a brand deal, right? What does it make? So say somebody, somebody offers me fucking $10,000. Bob, I want you to post something for $10,000. What's the investigative process that I have to do you to make it, sure that's Bob's that going to hit up all the NFT people. Yeah, I'm now. ready to but go. Bob, Listen, guys, guys you got anybody a- looking, Bob, I'm, I'm Bob, ready to take this fucking thing right now. I'll take the quick <laughs> bag. I'm Bob, in. the first thing's
3: first is you got to understand the space first. right? got to understand it's day one. The last thing that anyone wants to do is be blacklisted or canceled from the crypto NFT space when it's day one.
2: Pe- people know how to become rich. People don't know how to get wealthy. Rich is you take the 10,000 for the quick bag. Wealthy is you never compromise your name in perpetuity so that you can win in the end. That's it. That is the market right now. And 2% know that game? So, how do you know
1: when it's a good promotional deal then? How do you know for an influencer that's coming up to you right now if you want to pump an NFT, right? So, because guess what? There's a lot of fucking influencers right now that are out there. They're like, hey, you know what? I don't think people really care, man. No, but they're taking the deals. Back to his
0: yeah. point. When you say who, who I mean, I'm saying card? the majority of people don't care. like yeah, from The people right. I follow, the only people that I really like, that I'm friends with that I think has an understanding is like Banks or something. Yeah. But everyone else that promotes it just, they don't understand it. But it's it, like it's so anything else, like, right? Like we they don't of, see the future, you, so they're like, why would I turn down 100K? You know 100K? what combo we're
2: having right now that I want everybody to hear? Because I think 10 people watching and listening will take this little nugget and run with it for the rest of their lives, and we'll see the four of us in the places because they're going to hear it, and we'll talk about it what I don't think the world knows is when you do dumb shit, like take a hundred K to promote something that you have no idea, you may trick the 98% of the world and get your hundred K. But every time you do that, you're losing equity with the 2% of the people in the world that actually fucking matter. It's still
1: going to happen, Gary. It's still going to happen. They're still going to do it. It's happening right now. I don't think you understand
2: what I'm saying though, to that point, to that influencer that I'm trying to talk to. Cool. You made 4 million this year but you're gonna make seven million in your entire life because you're gonna to continue to digrate your brand and your reputation. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't, you would get to 72 million. It just would've taken longer.
1: But I'm in, I'm, I'm, again, I'm going back to this. I'm gonna keep bringing it up. I'm in the 95% probably of influencers that don't understand the NFT space. So do the and homework, when I get Bob. a brand deal, but I'm saying, if I get a brand deal, it's like- Bob,
2: the answer is do the fucking homework. I think
0: homework. you gotta do homework and try to get ownership in a
2: successful project, AKA ours.
0: I'm in, Bob, let's go. Bob,
2: Bob. The answer to your question, because this is so exciting, is the answer to my question is do you wanna promote some medicine that you have no idea what it is? I'm asking you, you, Bob.
1: Do I wanna promote medicine? Are you gonna give me am I an influencer that I'm getting a hundred? No, no, Bob, now. I'm talking
2: to you. I'm gonna give you hundred thousand dollars to promote this pill that makes you thinner. Sure, why not if I say yes. <laughs> yeah. Bob's I mean, a
1: bad guy though.
0: No, no, yeah. but
2: listen, that, here's what I'm saying. That's fine, because this is America, and Bob should do what he's going to do. I'm going to say to Bob as a friend when he calls me twice a year when he needs me, Bob, the reason you're in such 15 a shit times spot... A year,
1: sometimes on FaceTime or just fair enough, family. Fair enough. Know? I'm just trying to help you there. <laughs>
2: Bob, the reason... You're losing, is you took the $100,000 for the thing you didn't fucking know. All right, well, how do you know? What if it's a good deal? Like, how do you. What's a good deal? Anytime you promote some shit that you have no fucking idea what it is, that's a bad deal. Okay, so how do they
1: do the investigative process to figure out if it's a good deal or not?
2: First, you have to. I can tell you every... it well, you got in- Gary, you got John. I know, but I'm not talking Kyle. about...
1: Kyle, Gary, and John sitting in a room well, like us. Well, well, how... One of us three. about you one of us... for you're not. You're
2: not talking to the average I'm person. I'm talking about no, no, if you're... No, no, you are not an average person if somebody offered you $100,000 right, to promote... so I'm fucking
1: JohnnyFuckingBones.com and I've got 90,000 followers on fucking Instagram. Yep. Right? And I get a promotional deal and say, hey, we want to give you fucking 2,000, pump our NFT thing. I got $1,000 in my fucking bank account. I need the $2,000, right? You're saying take it. I did. Okay.
2: Just like I believe somebody that's hungry and has nothing should steal food from a fruit stand. Okay, but that's also it. going
1: back to your point saying that it's killing what, the market. Nope, a- 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 nope. The market's, know. listen,
2: the macro greed is going to take down the market. I'm not worried about the person who has a thousand, first of all, if you have a thousand dollars in your bank account, but you're getting offered $2,000 to promote something, you fucked up. Right. So like that scenario doesn't exist, Bob. Okay. Like, right? Unless well, you my, made 200000 and you just buy my, dumb shit 24-7.
1: Right. Okay. I'm just, you know, I'm asking, I'm just... I'm, no, listen,
2: I... Actually, what you're doing is amazing. You're helping people right now. I know that's, what you're that's doing. That's what I'm trying to do. I I'm know what you're to, doing. I'm trying to think of... What like, I'm trying to bring... I'm trying to my, think outside
1: the box instead of having a podcast with everybody that has everything and has everything. What I'm trying to do is relate to the average person that's watching. I know exactly it what you may you're not at. have... But I think
2: the problem that's... And what I'm trying to do with my passion equal cuz I know what you're doing and I'm trying to do the same thing yeah. is suffocate compromise.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I'm I don't know what to tell you. Like doing the wrong thing is the wrong thing. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like taking $10,000 to promote something you spent 0 minutes investigating to t- that cuz you know people it's the reverse of what I'm doing or you guys are doing when you reply to people. You take $20,000 to promote a fucking NFT project that you know nothing about. Right. Because you know other people that are watching you are gonna spend $800 to buy it. So you're gonna take 20,000 so that all your audience loses its 800? That's not gonna work out.
1: Okay.
0: Well it's like what happened. I feel like a lot of these NFTs are just like pretty much like a new version of those shit coins that That's were exactly around, I right? Yeah.
3: I, I think the best move though for
0: People are with... just ready to throw $1,000 yeah. at anything. And, and everything's gonna go- Anything. Bitcoin,
2: because it's fucking Bitcoin, is gonna keep doing its thing. And guess what? There'll be 10, 5, 9 NFT projects that will be here in 2037. VFriends is gonna be one of them. I'm gonna yeah. clip the shit out of this right now. What I just Crash, said in 2037, Bob's gonna look terrible. And in 2037, <laughs> I'm gonna clip this shit and it's gonna be there and it's gonna be a fucking monster and little kids in fucking fucking Brazil are gonna be wearing fucking patient panda fucking Backpacks, because I'm going to spend the next 15 years making every fucking person on earth give a fuck about my characters because I got that in me, but a lot of people won't do that.
1: Do you reach out at any time, your shit that you're pumping with, your NFT stuff, to any influencers to get them to pump it? Of course not. No.
2: I don't need I don't it. I don't know. I don't know. No. Again, guys. As a matter of fact, I did the brand reverse. New this oh, i was shit.
1: trying to Sorry. get a brand deal right now. <laughs> I was going to say Gary. <laughs> <it's me
3: too. laughs> Yo, for I, 10 grand, I, I, I got your next I, one.
2: I did something very weird, Bob. I didn't because I wanted the people that fucked with me the most to win the most. Yeah. I so knew that I was going to win that the people, I launched in May, which is like a trillion years ago. What did you, how many did you launch? Like 10,255.
0: Did you sell them all at once or in phases?
2: One shot. But unlike most projects where you don't know what you get and it's like opening a pack, you knew which character you were buying with me.
0: And what did they initially go for? 2000
2: So I did a Dutch auction because I didn't want gas wars and people pounding it. So they went for all different prices. They were from 3 ETH to point five ETH. And at the time ETH was about 4000 bucks. So more than 50% went for $2,000 apiece. At the height, some went for 10000 on day one. Wow. But for example, somebody sold an ape from my world yesterday for $200,000 that they paid $8,000 for. Right? So like, but I knew that I wanted my audience to make, because I was so confident. Instead of my rich friends or my influencer friends, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it out there. I was definitely not under the radar. I was everywhere. I was like, I'm doing it. But I didn't call anybody and say, you have to. Because it was hard, because it was mine. It's like, yo, and especially in May, it was like, (laughs) And Herm's here. He fucked up. I was with him on day launch. Herm I'm gave like, me his draft He sweater, fucked by the way. up so
1: bad. Herm gave me his draft Herm fucked sweater.
2: up so he could have made millions, but instead he's got a good beard. And yeah. so, what? <laughs> so it was hard for me to say buy this because in May you think NFTs are fucking crazy to people. Now in January, May of last year oh was like God. fucking. Yeah. I thought it was the stupidest thing ever. And now you're like, wait a minute, exactly.
0: I'm starting, I think what really throws people off is they just think it's a photo of a fucking, like I said, like an animal that looks like it's on Molly. But when you realize that That it's a digital token that's going to give you access to shit, and as the world just goes more and more digital, you don't know what that access is going to lead to.
2: How do people not know that, that they have a child or a sibling or a niece or a nephew or a cousin that is spending unlimited money? on Fortnite and Roblox and Minecraft and NBA 2K and Madden points on digital flex, digital access. Farmville was a 10 years ago doing hundreds of millions. SimCity.
0: Mm-hmm. Crazy. Do you know
2: what I mean? Upgrade video, like I've, I watch people literally shit talk on NFT, I'm, I'm weird. I do my homework, what I'm trying to get Bob to do. I see somebody say this it. is a fucking scam, then I click it and I look at everything they've said, ever, and sure enough, I can go back nine months and see that they paid 100 bucks for power-ups of their little mobile game. The fuck did you do that for? Why would you pay $100 for for something digital?
0: Well, that's giving you a utility. So I think all these other Correct. projects are confusing people because it's like, it's just a picture of a cougar. Like, what am I getting? Correct.
2: Meanwhile, people don't say that about spending $600,000 on a Michael Jordan rookie card, yeah. even though in 1945, nobody thought cards were worth anything. Comic books sell for millions of dollars when they're Spider-Man or Superman or Batman number one, but everybody thought it was stupid to pay $500 for them in 1965 when they were originally 10 cents. People always shit on things that are collectibles, VHS tapes. Mm -hmm. Who would have ever thought? People aren't good at history. If you look at history, it will tell you the future. That's what this shit is. What's your opinion on like...
0: Everyone's talking about it now. Is kind of different as like the metaverse.
2: I think it's too early. Yeah. I don't think enough people live in VR 24-7 to make it pop off the way people think it's going to, which is why I haven't bought land or gone in yet. It will come, but I'm very big on timing. In seventeen, in 2016, I bought Ethereum because I understood that it was a platform, not a currency. I liked it. In 2017, I looked at CryptoKitties for five minutes and I was like, this is too early. I don't see normals collecting this. In December of 2020, I looked at CryptoPunks and I looked at Top Shot and I'm like, oh shit, the normals are coming. And that's when I went in and did my 100 hours of homework in January and February and just shut down January and February. This time last year, I was shut down. 15 hours reading, right. listening, listening and watching. I don't think we're there on the metaverse. I don't think everybody here is like, I can't wait to get home and put on my VR set and fucking yeah. chill, but I don't think it's as far. I don't, I don't know the around. timing. I never guess timing. I just move fast when it happens. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Because I I know one question with, the like, a utility of an NFT could be, like, it's...
2: Are we good? No. Do I have to go? Uh, oh. No, That's we, what I'm talking... When do you. I need to leave? Games games. We'll wrap it up. Cool. we we'll wrap it up.
1: We're good. We'll when were it up we now. supposed What's to be
2: there? there? Next? What's my calendar say? Yeah. We'll wrap it up. See. We're good. We, we usually do an hour. I'm, gonna like yeah. enjoying the shit out yeah. of this. Yeah. Yeah. I am just I know. It's like It's casual. No, no,
1: we're good. You got somewhere to be? There's also a few
2: things I want to... Rapid fire? What, yeah, yeah. You want to do a five-minute... What minute... does my calendar say? Leave at 7.15? Seven.
1: What time is it right now?
2: 7.28. eight. Seven twenty. Really?
1: Yes. Gary, so Yeah. or either
2: the two of you going to do for them
3: something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. Wrap it up, or... No, yes, no, no. please. All right, perfect. So here's the deal. John, you want to wrap it up, or
3: Kyle? No, I want. I want to know more about Fly Fish Club. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, tomorrow of the filming, you guys are going to air this after, so this happened last week. I'm launching with... With three partners, Connor, Roddy, and Josh Capon, a very epic chef. We're launching a token that is your access to a private restaurant club. Think Soho House, think Zero Bond. Think country clubs where you pay your dues to buy in. Mm-hmm. And you buy the token, and that gets you into, but it's your asset. Unlike Reos, where you buy the table, you can't resell it. With with Flyfish Club, you buy the token... You can come, we're gonna open in New York, and obviously expand, Vegas, LA, Miami's our ambition, Europe, London, Paris, over the next decade. But this is your token, but wow. we can add value to it. Virtual events, pop-ups at the Masters, pop-ups at the Super Bowl, pop-up. It is the whole game, so I'm leaning into utility while everyone's so doing it's a pictures. a physical
0: location It's here? a physical location. When does it open?
2: Uh, late this year, maybe Q1 2020. Crazy, and can three? you only get in if you have the token? You can only get in if you have the token.
0: Wow. That's the so how do I get as an idiot? Tomorrow. Do so right. you have
2: an Ethereum wallet? Yes. Good. You buy one tomorrow.
3: Buy one tomorrow. Got yeah. it. Oh, here comes the text. Transfer here it comes, me Johnny, 1 a.m. I'll get up to go pee, and I'll look at my phone real uh, quick. Hey, Got a, in that's the Ethereum. A different reason. That's a different reason. Um, <laughs> Gary, what are some of your favorite NFTs that are outside of the V world?
2: Um, I love World of Women. <laughs> I think it's the biggest mist of everyone. It's, a, it's the first significant, epic, dominant, female-only project like female only, you, and I think long term, like seven years from now, 15 years from now, when the world's in, they're gonna be like, oh shit, just like cryptopunks or board ape or v friends this is the blue chip of the early days of female and so i see all the powerhouse female executives that i know in the business world and just the fucking all those female ninjas they're going to gravitate to world of women i think world of women is massively underpriced mm. long long term and again everybody watching 90% of you that are in the game you're trying to flip in an hour like don't use this clip to like try to buy no. it for 3 ethereum and sell for it. 4 i'm sh- like this is long. Yeah, fifteen years, three years, nine years. So, World of Women, I think, is really interesting. Subducts. Okay. Frankie's yeah, a real yeah, guy. Really. He's been in the game for four years. You'd love him. He's like one of you guys. Like he's fucking yeah. cool as fuck. Real designer. He's in it for his life. Uh, I think he's got a really good project that's slightly underrated. Okay. Um, you know, a j my brother who's fucking, you know, yeah, you know like course. really fucking smart. like the like I've got a little Ranger bit more sports. of the intuition, but he's got more of like the black and white like ninja. He's been on doodles for a while. love doodles. and so now that's very dangerously close to becoming maybe the next could that be the one that actually becomes the next board ape because it's getting yeah. hot right at this second? So that's that's expensive. Um,
3: he and I he and I just bought some doodles. We bought think- some doodles, alien friends and in-betweeners in the last week.
2: Invisible friend, you know, there's, it's got a lot of hype. I, I really like, I really, really like X Copy for the very wealthy. You're watching long term. That feels safe to me. Um, trying to think something inexpensive. Look real quick. I know we have to go. Let me look at one little inexpensive thing to make sure I find something that brings value to the masses. Give me one second. Just looking at literally right now, the like the top selling projects creature world i think danny cole is one of the coolest fuckers he's a real artist like he's like you know when it's funny when i met danny cole i'm like oh this is kind of like the kids that like when i met you and your bro Mm -hmm. you guys left this is like a trillion years ago one of my shitty offices yeah you guys left that
3: was was a beautiful office you're not there anymore
2: no we're way different we you guys left and i turned to the team i said those guys are gonna win well thank you right and so um I guess Danny Cole, to my, that point, is that kind of guy. Oh. So, those are some of the ones that stand at King Frogs, which is derivative from subducts. I am so happy for the most creative people in the world because the NFT blockchain infrastructure is going to unleash levels Allows of creativity it. that we've never been able to see.
3: I can't wait for Bob to call us with his idea. I, listen, no
1: more. I'm, I'm silent, but deadly.
2: I know no
3: you are. That's you're why I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for the Bob. calls. Gary, no you're the no fucking more. Man. I got to go. I love go. you guys. So Take I love care. You, I love you. Love
1: you. Thanks, Gary. Yeah.